Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls, Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another Thursday morning and another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. Hey guys, good morning. Welcome to The Way with Jazz and Tay. It is your girl Jazz and Shantae. And this Thursday is not like any other Thursday. Never. Because (laughs) today is the day that a queen was born. And that queen in particular is Miss Shantae herself. Hello. Thank you. It's your birthday. Hey. We gon' party like it's your birthday. So yes, today is my 28th birthday, and I am a Capricorn. Cap season. Um, I'm I'm so happy that it's my birthday. I love my birthday, and I honestly love getting older. I know nobody says that, um, but it's just kind of like what you do. So why not be happy about it? And everybody's celebrating you. Yes. Um, <laughs> Really quick, I want to sing to you. Jasmine has a song. It's um, it's our version of Happy Birthday. <laughs> <clears throat> you ready? Ready. Hap, hap, hap. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Tay. Hap, hap, hap. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tay. So last year she made that up, <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> and I'm surprised that I actually remembered it because like it kind of came to me yesterday, and I was like, wait. Don't I have that birthday song randomly? And here we are. So there we go. I had to bring that back. Yes. Now from every birthday on, it's going to be a thing. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to do it for your birthday next. So let's recap our weeks. For sure. What the heck have we been up to? Um, I've been up to a lot of nothing. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. As you would on your birthday. So <laughs> you know, like honestly, everything is coming this weekend for me. I'm going to Vancouver this weekend for my love. birthday. Um, and so like leading up to that, I haven't been doing anything, but kind of like saving money and Mm -hmm. tucking things away. Um, yeah. I feel like same because I have a trip planned this weekend as well. Um, but I'm going to Dallas. This is separate. And, um, I've been working my butt off the last couple weekends at my lounge gig just to try to help get some extra coins in there for the weekend. Um, and then last week during the work week with my regular nine to five, we moved offices. And it wasn't a big move, like we didn't move very far, but um, it was just like a block. But the thing was, is that we all did the moving ourselves. Like we didn't have movers to do it for us. So we moved on like a Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, I was dead. Like my knee was hurt. I still have bruises and scratches all over my body. Mm -hmm. Um, But our new office is very cute. And I kind of like the setup a lot. So it was worth it, you know. (laughs) But yeah, like I said, just working a lot, getting ready for this trip. And I'm excited because I think it's my first trip in like a year. I don't think I went anywhere last year. Girl, that's tragic. It is. (laughs) I was on some broke girl stuff last year. (laughs) But we're all the way up this year. Right. All the way turned. Um, And one thing I wanted to note with you guys, this week we will be releasing all of our Emerald City Gala red carpet interviews. Um, you've probably seen a few of them. We'll yes. be posting one today as well as for the rest of the week. So please don't get tired of us. Please don't. Um, <laughs> Shouts out to Lexcope for yes. doing that video production and audio stuff for us. Really appreciate it. And um, the Ripper? Um, his Ripper Instagram Vision. name is Ripper Vision. Ripper Vision. Um, you also came through Clutch with the footage for that. So thank you very much for helping us get our project out there. Yes. Um, And now, as always, we're playing a game. 
And so we're going to change it up. A little bit, yes. We're going to do song association. So essentially, we each have 10 seconds, or one of us will say a word. The other person has 10 seconds to come up with a song that has that word in it. Mm-hmm. Jasmine. So now here's the thing, though. <laughs> I chose the words for this one because um, it is, again, a queen's birthday. So all of the words that I chose are kind of related to, like, birthday. Ooh. Okay? So we're going to start. I'm going to start not with the most obvious one. I'm going to start from the bottom it's up. something probably Beyonce related. No! Okay. But are you ready? Yes. The word is celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come, Come on. on. Yeah. That was one good. point for Tay. That's Paul. That was really That's Paul. good That's Paul. and easy. Um. <laughs> You got to start out early. Now I'm nervous. Easy. I mean, just come on. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right, Tay, give me one. I feel like you should be able to pull from your own list of words. But I'm still nervous about it because I didn't think that I was going to do it. <laughs> All right. So uh, Jasmine's word is present. Present? Yeah. I chose a hard one. <laughs> present? <laughs> All I can think of is cater to you. <laughs> I'm so sad. Yeah, what would you have done? What song what song has present in it? I would have said something like Kanye, you know, my present is a present kiss my Oh. Yeah. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Reasons why Shantae is slaying I got, on this. I got bars, y'all, so <laughs> hit me up for I'm a feature. Not, yeah, this isn't I'm not doing well as I thought I was gonna be doing. Okay. I got another one for you. Ready? Let's do it. It is. Candy. Damn it's it. like candy, candy. Ow. <laughs> okay. That's so easy. Come okay, on, you can put like flair on it. You can't I put flair on it. I got a good one for myself, though. I was okay. thinking like, um, I want candy. Dun, 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 dun. I want candy. I also like a candy girl. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, that one, we should have done that one. Yeah. So candy gives us a lot of options. Yes. <laughs> Okay, okay, one more. Mm. Give me a good one. I don't want to say sugar. Ooh, I got I got this one. She put that sugar ooh on my tongue. <laughs> She's gonna ooh, give me give me some. She put it right there. Yes. I don't let you sing the whole way out. That was like, um Trick Daddy. Yes. Whom has oh, <laughs> been going through it? He has been going through it. <laughs> um, his hairline needs some help. Hey, um, we already talked about why he looks the way he does. That's true. He can't help it. It's not his. <laughs> well, other than the drugs, but he can, he can help that. We won't get into that. As that's we not, digress. That's not what the episode's about. <laughs> um, I mean, he's 45. He's getting up there. That is so, true. I mean, you got to give him some like. That is true, Benny. Very good. Okay. I got no hair up there. So, yeah. He oh, has like 45. an entire chunk missing from his hairline. <laughs> that it looks like they All right. So, you think he could work with it? It's like at some spray. point, either let it go or like do something cute with it. You right. Let it go. <laughs> we got an answer from one. So I'm gonna say this icebreaker here. Like I think you won that. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> love it. That's <laughs> a love, birthday girl. Come on. I love the non like argument with that. <laughs> um, I did really bad. We're gonna play that again though. That was fun. You have a few more rounds. You can even it out. Or that less, is you true. Know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> 
Um, so me losing that is not the way, but Shantae's birthday and winning and killing it always the way. I was totally ready for this. That's why I chose the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what our um, review of the week is going to be. Sure. Give a little like rundown of that. Sure. So actually, um, on Monday, Jasmine invited me to her company party, and we ended up at a bar called The Screwdriver in Belltown. Um, it's right on First Ave, and it's a little dive bar. Actually, I wouldn't say it's little at all for a dive bar. It's pretty big. There's yeah. like two sections of it. And um, I wanted to review it because I really loved the vibe in there. Yes. Um, they have a lot of really cool artwork in there. And um, they had like a painting of Jimi Hendrix, of MLK, and of uh, Kurt Cobain. The Kurt Cobain one Willie was really Nelson. Cool. It was just a really cool vibe in there. Um, they also had somebody who was doing this thing called Thumberdore. And I don't Thumb, know if he's... Uh, Thumberdome. 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 My bad. Um, I'm correct. I don't know if he's a regular there or if he was only there for the work party, but if he's there regularly, I would say go check that out because it was a <laughs> lot of fun. It was like a... A WWE style thumb wrestling match, and he had like built. Dope. This, yes. yes. Are you serious? It yeah. was so cool. I didn't he, know about that. He like this built this cool. this wire Arena. cage, <laughs> and like put this cool like scenery around it. There's like uh, toys, like stuff, like uh, action figures, yeah. with, like heads being ripped off, and like all this stuff. And, and then you like put your thumb in, like Mad Max style, like one, Sounds two, three. Brilliant. Yeah, I still have a bruise on my wrist because we were going so. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. These nails are either like an advantage or a disadvantage to thumb wrestling. Mm. Um, yeah, I only made it to the second round. My competitive nature did not. Uh, Bode well for me. Is I it mean, like the WWE where like there's ladies and then men? Oh no, separate? it was a free for all. It was oh, co-ed. Yeah. Nice. It was, yeah, yeah. My name, my uh, my what battle was name was Sloth Master. <laughs> <laughs> I lost in the first round, so I feel like you should feel a little bit better about but that. To be fair, it was not a fair matchup. It wasn't. Um, the lady that Shantae went up against had very large thumbs. I just want to say, like, you know, like in <laughs> basketball, like, if I'm the point guard and she's a forward, her thumbs were the same. <laughs> so Was she like, tested for anything? <laughs> like, she might have been tested like, for some drugs. Right, like, no Performance shade. enhancing thumb master <laughs> juice or Yeah, something. man. And actually, come to find out, um, Shantae, she won the whole thing. Really? They were talking about that at work, and she took it all. Yeah. So. Oh, for that then. Come on. Right, you know? Yeah. Give them the way. So at board. least you lost to the winner. You know what I mean like if you're gonna lose <laughs> you lost to the champion I, I guess you know you had a personal match with the champ eh. yeah. yeah so that's you gotta dethrone her at some point <laughs> <laughs> definitely check out the screwdriver if you ever get a chance because you're all natural when you're wrestling yeah always well, there you go yes um <laughs> you heard about the screwdriver the drink the screwball whiskey Talk to me about this. It's no. peanut butter flavored Ew. I don't know no no ask. no I this is exactly what I thought no. too it's like a hint of it and then you can put like a, what is it, like a Chambord, so then it's a peanut butter and jelly. It's all right. It's not bad. Know. It's like one of those kind of variety kind of novelty drinks, maybe one is or two, this? and then you're out. But at least you tried. <laughs> it wasn't bad, though. Like, I know. Okay. Like, I is was this kind a well-known drink? It just came out like in this last year on the market. What do you call it again? I think it's a screwball. or screw. Yeah, it's a screwball whiskey. I'll look it up. I'm going right. to ask for that because it. I would love to try it out. Yeah. Same Z's. Um, okay, so really quickly before I jump into 
my review of the week. Yep. That's Let's it. take a quick break. Screwball whiskey. That's and we will see you guys in a few moments. Stay tuned. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who worked 12 hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone. Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals, but I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. Hey guys, welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Before the break, we were doing our reviews of the week and Jasmine was just going to give us hers. Yes. So, mine's not also going to be a song. Okay. Oh, sorry, also not going to be a song this week. Um, a couple of my coworkers at work have been raving about this show on Netflix called Grace and Frankie. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually really late to this because they're um, like promoting the sixth season. And I just started watching the first one. <laughs> so, like, I'm really behind. Um, but... It was one of these things where like two or three people mentioned it in the span of like a week. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put this, you know, let me actually watch it. Netflix has honestly been recommending it for a while. Really? So I've been asleep just in general. Um, But the general idea behind this show is that it's like uh, these two older women. And by older women, I mean like if you guys know who Jane Fonda or Lily Tomlin is, older women in that sense. So they're like, you know, they're seeing the 9 to 5 girls. Yeah. Were they in 9 to 5? I don't know. Were they? I thought they were. Huh. Jane Fonda has been in a lot. I know. Bless Jane Fonda. Love her. Looks um, amazing still. Right. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. <still. laughs> yeah, right. No one can hit no um, way for not going close to that. But no she way. and um, her and the main character, Lily and her, I don't remember. Oh, Grace and Frankie. Duh. 
they're going through this um, awkward transition in their life because their husbands have come out to them as being gay uh, with each other. They're like they're in a gay relationship with one another. And apparently it's been going on for quite some time now. And so the whole show is basically kind of talking about how they're dealing with it. I was right, by the way. What? Nine to five. Nine to they five. They were both in that, yeah. Ugh, interesting. I'll have to go check Dolly Parton was in it, too. Um, oh, oh, working mm-hmm, as That go. makes sense. It all seems Sorry, I interrupted it, you. It all yeah. clicks. No, it's yeah, right, okay, right, right. but it totally makes sense. <laughs> um, but it just, it talks about the transition of, like, you know, them dealing with the news that not only are they going to be separated now from these men they've been married to for, like, what, 30, 40 years, but now they're going to have to deal with them or learn how to live with them being together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, they're getting a divorce and they're being separate, but not at all because they're all still going to have to see one another. Deal with and, each other yeah. on a daily. And, you know, so it's really interesting to see it because it also uh, showcases, like, the husband's sides of things, you know, and, like, mm. everyone kind of wants to make them out to be the bad guys, you know, but it still kind of shows up. This is hard for them as well. And also there's kids involved. There are adult kids involved. I was going to say adult kids, though. And and it shows it shows them also trying to deal with it, you know, and I'm only I'm almost done with the first um, season now, but it is really good. It is so funny. And I, I think one of the main reasons why it took me so long to watch it was because I felt like maybe I wouldn't be able to relate to it. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. what could I possibly have to relate to these <laughs> older women about, you know? But it is just like I can relate to going through like a heartbreak, you know. Mm-hmm. I can relate to going getting back out there after being in a relationship for such a long time, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and also, it is very progressive, you know. I mean, of course, you know they touch on the whole um, like being in a gay couple and everything like that. But it's really cool that they talk about how at this age and how open and it's okay to be open about your sexuality. I mean, I just feel like the older you get, the less you should care. Right, right. Because it's just kind of like you've been confined to societal norms for how long now and just go ahead and live your life. And it's funny because one of them, like the, um, I wish I could tell, I remember which one was Grace and which one was Frankie, but Lily Tomlin's character, she's kind of like that. She's very much like a free spirit and is Mm -hmm. open and like, She's got this yam lube stuff that she's got that she's been trying to like push on to her friends. She's like, yeah, you know, since you're getting back out there in the dating scene, try this up for size because uh, you know <laughs> how hard it is for older women to produce those natural juices and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're talking about this. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. I'd be like, uh. yeah, <laughs> but it's Jane Fonda's grace. She's Lily Grace. Tomlin is Frankie. It's Frankie? Okay, cool. Thank you. Because I definitely was going to switch it. That was going to be my guess. <laughs> 50, yeah, it, was, it was a 50-50. Yeah, I was going to switch it. But some of these older men actors that they have in there that um, are coming to like court these women, they are fine. <laughs> and some of them, I'm not even realizing, like, you know, I can't think of, you know, names off the top of my head, but they're definitely familiar faces. Like, we've seen them in a bunch Age of... Age to perfection is what yeah. you're looking for. <laughs> and and I'm... Martin sit- Sheen? It sounds like he's Not there. him. Oh, no, he's Def- he's not one of them? He is in there, okay. but not him. And then that, um, the older guy from Sam Waterston, he was in Law & Order. Mm, yes. Those two are not necessarily the... Saul Bergstein. Yes. Those two aren't necessarily like the the apples of my eyes, but there are there's this like one convict character that they call and like he kind of just like pops up here and there and 
he's got this hot and steamy like connection with Grace. And it's Ooh. so funny because she's the one that's more like timid and proper and is like, no, I don't want to talk about things like that. And yet she gets caught like making out with like this convict, you know. <laughs> but he's got this old man vibe where it's just kind of like, okay. Yeah, get it, girl, because I probably <laughs> would, too. I am weak. <laughs> um, so, all in all, I'm only, like, a season into this. I've got five seasons to catch up on. I say that it's definitely worth the watch. You know, my review so far is so good. And um, it gives a lot of perspective on, like, dating and aging, especially at an older age. So, hashtag the way. All the way. <laughs> it seems like nowadays though, people dating at all different ages. You know, Without that is true. Very traditional nowadays. And you, you know, know yeah. it's only a number. Now that I think about it, um, let's talk about this statistic where like STDs are kind of running rampant in like retirement homes. That's been a thing for years. But nobody wants to talk about it because, because it's gross. <laughs> I'm gonna like, true that. let's just put the kibosh on that. For the birthday girl, she gets that. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of is. All right, that's fine. It's kind of gross. It's like, while it's normal, the fact that STDs is, like, the forefront of it, I'm like, no. I know. No, 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 I feel bad for them, though, you know? They don't understand what's going on. I mean, they probably do. They kind of do. I think that they absolutely know and just... just don't want to. Exactly. So. So that leads us into... (laughs) Our... Hot kind of top. our hot topic of the week. <laughs> it does. It can totally connect in a way. We can bring we can bring the two together. So uh, last week, our friend Saba, who Saba is always putting us on to really good TV shows, um, she was like, "Hey, let's throw on this Kevin Hart docu series," um, which called, we were kind of avoiding. Yeah. Um, so Kevin Hart put out a docu series called "Don't F This Up." And it's on Netflix. Thank you, by the way. Yeah. I, I made keep sure. I was like, let me keep it clean. Um, I think it's actually called Don't F This Up. Well, it is, but not really. Okay. okay. But um, it's a six-episode docuseries. And essentially, in this um, docuseries, he was supposed to be addressing the cheating scandal and what I want to call the Oscar hosting gate. Um, Oscar gate. Oscar gate. <laughs> um, and... You know, we kind of didn't really want to watch it. We weren't really that excited to watch it um, because right now I just really don't know how I feel about Kevin Hart yeah. as a person. Um, yeah. I've always loved him as a comedian. He's always been really raw, really funny. Um, but one thing that I've always known is that he is a cheater. Um, he, he, I, I honestly think that he cheated on his first wife. Mm-hmm. He said now, it in his stand-up. To be fair. He oh, said see, it in his stand-up that he cheated on her. Oh, but okay. he also likes to go back and say that he never did. Right, because... In this docu-series, he says that he he says that he never cheated on his wife. He says that they were separate separate when him and his current wife. If you listen to his very first stand-up in like 2010, I don't remember which one it was. Let me explain, maybe, or don't laugh at my pain. It was one of those. Uh, He said it. He's like, yeah, I was always doing things I shouldn't have been doing. Like one time, he said like some girl was in his trunk, and Uh. like. His wife, like, popped up and, yeah, like, no, he's a cheater. Oh, yeah. He's a cheater. Uh, we don't really need to go into the depths of his cheating, but he's a <laughs> cheater, and he cheated on his first wife. He um, he cheated on his second wife while she was pregnant. Like, eight months pregnant. Like, around the corner, ready to pop pregnant. Um, the disrespect. Yeah, and I just, ever since that's happened, I haven't really had a, you know, really good taste for Kevin Hart. You know, I I can all. definitely like agree with that. And again, you know, 
we don't know these people. We know what, you know, they want us to know and what's put out there, you know. But um, there was a period in time in which I can relate. Um, my One of my other really good friends, Ariana, she loved Kevin Hart. Like, mm-hmm. me to, like, Beyonce is to me. Kevin Hart was to her. And um, after, like, this happened, it kind of fizzled out, you oh, know? Yeah. Like, we just kind of didn't really talk about it with that zhuzh anymore, you know? And it was just kind of, like... It was kind of shameful or it's like, you know, we felt bad for being in his corner knowing what he had like put that his wife through. You know, know, you got that you get that secondhand guilt, you know, and I feel like more than just the cheating, it's like I feel like Kevin Hart is everywhere now. He's Mm -hmm. he's been in almost every movie, every uh, prequel and sequel, like every one and two you could think of. I was actually listing off the movies that he was in and he's in like Pets the, the Secret Life of Pets 1 and 2. He's in Ride Along 1 and 2. Yeah. He's in Jumanji 1 and 2. I think it also helps him and his image with who he's been with, co-star-wise. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right. Okay. Yeah. Not too much bad about him. Unfortunately, his no. father passed away just yeah. recently. So, oh. R.I.P. Know. Yep, exactly. So I think with that, has, has image... I see like it's a rolling circle moving forward, right? looping in itself. Yeah. Right. So he's still kind of going back a, a hair, but still moving forward in his own life. Exactly. Doing that his own true. good exactly. deal. You know, yes, because then we were going to tie this into like um, everybody's going to like know what you're doing and like you being in the public eye and everything exactly. like that. And I think that that's the biggest thing about it is that you got to move smarter than that. Exactly. You have to be You are smarter. a big name, Kevin Hart, and he knows he's a big name. I don't I find it really hard to believe that he would think he's anything that people wouldn't try to scam. Right. Like you're <laughs> you're flying under the radar like, oh, these people see me doing something. They're not going to tell anybody. Honestly. TMZ has a full article on it the next morning. Exactly. And I just think that he really got caught up and it was <laughs> really stupid on his part. Yeah. Like, I have absolutely no sympathy for him. I understand that it was an entire, like, uh, extortion plot. Like, he was set up. Somebody he kn- who he knew um, who was close to him set up the camera and the girl was in on it and they were extorting him for money at the end of it all. But here's what... Here's take all of that away. You still put yourself in a position right. for that to happen. You still had a pregnant wife at home and decided to go into a closed door situation with a woman who had nefarious intentions. And, and I can't get behind that. And not only that, <laughs> but he blamed his boys. Yes. He blamed his boys for not being there for him. Yes. To to yes to not cloud his judgment in to the docu series you guys to stop him from making that decision and ending in, up with that woman in the docu series he literally says you know and my boys weren't there to watch my back and his boys A even in of, the docu series yes. took blame A couple and I'm of like them. yeah you know we I'm were sorry there. you're a 40 year old man with three kids you are a famous comedian um that's just not acceptable like don't blame your friends for your transgressions and your yeah. friends shouldn't feel like they're responsible for the things that you do. Um, it's like with Beyonce and Jay-Z, like with all that stuff, none of us even knew that he had been tr- cheating and like was a skis until Lemonade broke. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She dropped Lemonade, didn't even tell us what Lemonade was going to be about. And we're sitting there listening to it like, oh, my God. Like, Are we listening to their divorce? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like, and then Jay-Z accepted everything. Jay-Z never once tried to backpedal on what went through. We don't, we still don't know what happened. 
We don't know who Becky is with the good hair. Um, but it's is, some, wasn't there an elevator quarrel though? There's yeah, and you know so that's like the only thing the public has really seen and that, about it. And that right. was like related to that it was a squabble. Yes, you know, and still, and again, nothing was ever talked about as far as that goes. You know, so in my and like you know, that's how they handled that. You know, mm-hmm. it was graceful. Granted. When the world did find out that there was cheating, of course, everyone had something to say about it. Always. But they controlled how that was released. Like, you know what I mean? They controlled how that happened. Yeah. Kevin Hart had this happen to him. Right. And then was trying to play catch up. And then is doing the whole backtracking thing. Right. And, like, trying to be like, okay, well, all of this went out. How can I get ahead of it? Oh, I'm ahead of it in all the wrong ways. And now how can I go back and fix it? And fix it now. And here comes this six-episode docuseries. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he decides to put out a docuseries that's just like, I don't know. Um, it's, it was a good docuseries. I don't know if it was supposed to be an apology or just letting letting us hear his side of everything. That I, part. I honestly didn't need it. At the end of it, <laughs> what were we supposed to take from it? Because, yeah, I got to episode six and I was like, that was what you wanted to put out? <laughs> really? That's all you had to say about it? Um, and I think, like, you know, overarching, our ep- this episode is really about accountability. Yeah. Um, I just really think, we're going to touch on another subject that was in the series as well, but I just really think that um, Kevin Hart has a hard time taking accountability for his actions. Yeah. And, um, he, and he does it time and time again. Like, we see him get into these tough situations, and instead of, and, and it's like, you could take two paths. Mm-hmm. And somehow, Kevin Hart is always taking the road that nobody should travel. He, <laughs> what it sounds like, and just from like, based off of what we did see in the docu series, is that he he wants to be the one to make the decisions and try to handle things, and like there's a reason why you have a PR person, why you have an entire team, and his team is telling him like, hey, you should probably do this and not do this because of like A, B, and C, and you know Kevin still time and time again, even throughout this dealing with things went and did his own thing. He doesn't want to... It sounds like he has a problem with being told what to do. It's little man syndrome. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to go there, but I did it. I said it. I'm sorry. And the facts. It's the facts. That's it's her, here. It's her birthday. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> she can say whatever she wants. Hey, that was Jasmine on that one. <laughs> oh, wasn't my bad. I, I know. We sound the same. We're the same person. No, I don't know if it was snuck in there. Real it fast. could be Jasmine's birthday, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another uh, part of the docuseries that he addressed was the, so basically he was <laughs> slated to host the Oscars in 2019. Huge, which would have been huge it for him. It was huge for him. Um, he was super excited, come you to, know. And come to find out, he would have been one of like five, they said, like Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Chris Rock, um, um, Whoopi Goldberg. There was another uh, one. Oh, Richard Pryor. Uh, Richard R.I.P. Pryor. Yes, R.I.P. But yeah. He's, yeah. So he was slated to host in uh, 2019. And in December of 2018, some, te- um, some tweets from 2009 popped back up. Um, and and they the were, world went mad. They were homophobic. Um, he basically said that if his son ever wanted to play with his daughter's dollhouse, he would beat him over the head with it. Right. Or exhibit any kind of feminine... And he's done it. Yeah. He said things like this in his stand-up. He's kind of always poked fun and made jokes in this way. Um, but, you know, in 2018, they were like, he's going to need to answer for those tweets. Yeah. 
And he touched on it in the docuseries. And actually, when the docuseries was being filmed, this was all happening. So we like are getting like time. live reactions of everybody as it's happening. Um, and again, he completely mishandled the situation. So he's, he's like on the phone talking to the PR team and they're telling or talking to his friends and they're telling him like, hey, you need to talk to PR. You need to get ahead of this. You need to apologize. He's like, not going to do it. And goes and posts a video to Instagram. Instead. As in his like, bed barely, with chains on. Barely woken up. Like <laughs> literally just woke up wow. out of bed. Yes. is still <laughs> yeah. in bed and is trying to issue an, an, a quote unquote apology. I don't video. even really think that that video was an apology. But more, like more of him just saying like. Defending, defending himself. Those are tweets from 2009 and y'all are crazy. And I'm not going to apologize for things that I've said in the past. Da 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 da. Because. It's been 10 years, and I'm a whole different person now, and blah, blah, blah. Now. Fair. What I want to say. That is fair, though. I completely agree with him. I cannot stand the culture that we are in where things from 10 years ago when probably I was in high school can be brought back up and can completely ruin my career um, in a completely different space and place than I am now. Like, I mean, people change, but it's, and people evolve. And it's not a no no no. I'm gonna get to yeah, that. Right. People, it's like people change and evolve, and they learn. Uh -huh. And like he's obviously been around people who have a different sexuality than him, right. so he's probably more comfortable with it now and yes. sees the problem in it. Yes. Now, in this situation, they ask for an apology. You give them an apology. Right. Again, he's a big name. And granted of, like, how much time has passed and, like, you right. know, in any situation, you know, with, like, Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, he's never going to hear the end of that. Never. You know what I mean? Never. Uh, back to Jay-Z and Beyonce, he's probably never going to hear the end of Becky with the good hair. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And right. you're right. It just sucks that that's a part of the culture. But here's the thing. They've done their dues. They've, you know, and they, mm -hmm. and it's been long enough to where they... They can say, you know, I've I've apologized for this. It has been addressed. You know, let's move forward. I don't think that ever happened with him and in regards to what he said. He, and he apologized on Ellen. But I mean, but 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 that's what I mean. Like at the point when all of this stuff was coming up, mm -hmm. that had never been addressed. That's what I was saying. Yes. He, so he did it the complete wrong way. That, and that's where <laughs> and that's where the problem came in. Yeah. Yep. They asked for an apology. And that's what he should have given them because somebody was saying, I am hurt by what you said. And he was like, well, oh, well, too bad. Get over it. And he actually did like a whole like get over it stint. And I was like, really, Kevin? Yeah. Like you are a famous comedian. You're being very insensitive. You just had a cheating scandal. <laughs> and now you're about to host the Oscars and people are like, "Nah, we're not allowing it. And you're like, well, too bad. I'm going to do me. So do you think that with him going on Ellen... Was that supposed to be his apology? Was that supposed to be him like, you know, hey, I'm going on Ellen, which everyone knows is a lesbian woman, to make a statement about my homophobic tweets, and this should be the end of that, and let me go host the Oscars. So here's my thing. I, I honestly don't feel like he... I think that he should have apologized, yes, but I also don't think that people should have to really, like... We shouldn't really dredge up the past. Like, it's happened a lot with a lot of other people, mm -hmm. and here's the only reason why I feel like we don't... I don't feel like people should have to address it is because what is actually going to make you happy he went on ellen he apologized mm -hmm. and people were still like i need another apology 
I want more apologies. That apology didn't mean anything to me. Was it sincere or was it not sincere? See, that's the thing. That's could have the been, part. It could have been just like he just slated one out. I mean, it right. was definitely. Some people were like, Come on, man. It was definitely a, a publicity that. stunt. Yeah, that too. And I know a lot of people were mad after watching Ellen because they were like, Ellen doesn't get to pardon for the entire LGBTQ. Right. No. IA community. Like she doesn't speak on behalf of everybody. Because I guess she basically was like after the interview was like, you know, I forgive you, we forgive you and you know, we hope you reconsider um, hosting. Well, and she was also a host of the Oscars too, mm-hmm. so that was also probably a big part of it for him. Mm-hmm. I think that like his biggest problem and the biggest problem in and of itself is how volatile and just kind of like non-willing. Yeah. He's letting he his ego right. get ahead. Get and it, it just kind of yeah. shows that maybe he kind of still believes in those tweets. And, and maybe that's why everybody was still mad. Like, okay, like you're saying you're not going to apologize. So you still think that way. So we still don't want you to host the Oscars because I won't be watching. Right. Right. And um, I can't get behind that. Right. And I don't know. I just, again, accountability. Well, narcissistic too, maybe? Maybe it's, a, it's little a little bit. bit in there. I mean, well, narcissistic, a part, little man. A really big part of what I took from that too is like her, his, his PR rep was like out and out speaking about it. He, she was like, you know, he is not used to not being everyone's favorite. He is not right. used to not being loved and praised. And he needs to understand that you need to lay low and duck your head for the next couple of weeks. You yeah. can't just, especially put a video you can't just overstimulate people yeah. when you're not necessarily the, their favorite their favorite right now especially because i feel like he's like one of those people that kind of flies at the cuff and and he kind of just says anything he wants to mm. and i'm like ooh that wasn't crafted and that's not what was needed like what was needed to be said there um yeah so again with the accountability and taking personal responsibility for your actions i think he failed again yeah and, you know, just like I said earlier, he shows time and time again. Anytime he gets in a sticky situation, he does not know how to own up and say, you know, I did say those things and they're wrong and I don't condone violence and not against my child, for one. Mm. And if he did, you know, turn out to want to play with my daughter's dollhouse or if he was gay, that would be OK because he's still my son and I still love him. You know what? Now that I think about it, why were people not mad about him saying that he was going to beat his son son in general? With the dollhouse. Right. Let alone, like, the homophobic part. Valid. But also, you out and out said that you were going to beat the crap out of your son. And, you know, and, you know, he tried to... Where's CPS? He tried to brush it off as a, oh, it's just a joke, and jokes are meant to be edgy. And I'm like, but nobody thought it was funny. Right. None of us are laughing at that. Right. You know, there might be a select few who are behind Kevin and they follow Kevin. But uh, most of us were kind of like cringing because we yeah. were like, ugh, child <laughs> abuse. Okay. It's not really funny at all. No. So, I, yeah. I wish, um, I hope to see, you know, this year. It's a brand new year for Kevin. We'll see what comes, what he has to bring. And their baby is so cute. He's the cutest Adorable. little baby I've ever seen in my entire life. Adorable. So. So back up for just a little bit. He did have his major car accident. That yes. wasn't a part of this, though. So, but do you think that in general is a wake-up, though? I'm without hoping a doubt. So. A wake up? You but don't I, think? Without you, a doubt. Man, it looks like he went through something. But I that. hope that. I hope. I want to see that, too. I want to see, like, what he went through to get through that and that journey. And I was, he, he did talk about how it was a humbling experience. Yes. Um, I was kind of hoping that this docuseries was going to touch on that. But it actually ended, like, right before all of that happened yeah. to him. 
And so, um, they could have just edited. I mean, there are producers out there. You are managing it. You are. Benny's like, I could have done it. Well, because I mean, there was only six. What six shows? Yeah, it could have been eight or ten. Yeah. And they're like, nope, we're gonna cut it off right here, and then we'll maybe make another series out of that included. Also, part of why we feel like it was very skewed, or like it was Uh very, it was very particular as to how they wanted us to perceive him. What I was gonna say. Yeah, it was a heartbeat production, which is his production company, Mm -hmm. and so like they definitely gave us what he wanted us to see. And in what light? Um, yeah. And that was another thing. Like the whole, the whole entire docu series, I was just rolling my eyes and like, ugh. Of course, yeah. Almost, That's what he's gonna give us, right? Almost like it was semi predictable. Yeah, a, in a sense. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely say I think that this car accident that he was recently in has changed him. I've seen For some sure. things on Instagram from yeah. him, and um, I think it was an IGTV that I saw, but it was kind of like a mini episode or like Mm. a little I don't really know what you would call it it was just like a video of him talking about the car accident and how it really affected him and he has to wear like a back brace plate just to walk now and um, they told him he probably wouldn't walk again. I think like, he got some serious damage. That's what I'm saying. I think it was he got bad. seriously hurt. And I well, think he's just now realizing, whoa, yeah. like, I need me to slow down they're, along with my mouth. They're <laughs> very know? lucky that they made it out of there the way that, yeah. Because yeah, it was that, like a vintage car accident, too, and those cars are not necessarily their safety features. It was an older ride, but it was, you know, modified with newer, oh, okay, equi- cool. a newer oh, okay, motor cool. and stuff like that. But still, they're not designed to handle what cars are now. What they went yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he definitely did say that, that it was eye-opening and that he did need to kind of slow down in it. And I would agree with him. I think that hopefully he grows from this. And I hope in 2020 we see great things from Kevin because I want the I old Kevin back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, he didn't go anywhere. I just think that he's problematic and he always kind of has been. <laughs> and now somebody's finally been calling him out yeah, on it. <laughs> and, he, and he's been in the spotlight for it. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say all of his stand-up has always been a little bit raw and edgy and we've just been kind of giggling along because yeah. he's funny. But somebody was like, not today, sir. <laughs> not today. <laughs> you going to learn today. <laughs> Um, but we would actually love to hear you guys' thoughts. So if you guys can find us on Instagram, the way with the way Jazz and Tay, and DM us and let us know what you thought about if you actually watched it, the Don't F This Up docuseries, or just in general what you think about Kevin Hart. We'll share yeah. that on our story. And let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to recap what we talked about and talk about what we've got coming this weekend and the week ahead. <laughs> I'm Dr. Anthony Lizowitz, and this is Climate Connections. Last year, a homeowner in Westchester County, New York, wanted to install solar panels on his roof. But his homeowners association told him solar panels were forbidden. That's when a group of lawyers stepped in. Michael Gerard directs the Sabin Center for Climate Change Law at Columbia University. The center recently launched an initiative that provides free help to people facing legal obstacles to renewable energy projects. Local opposition has become a significant impediment to building these new facilities. He says some opponents don't like the way wind and solar projects look or don't want inconveniences from construction. That can lead to zoning ordinances or policies banning wind and solar. In the case of the homeowner in Westchester County, Gerard's group reviewed the Homeowners Association bylaws and concluded that banning solar panels was not permitted. Gerard says not every case will be a win, but it's important to show that opposition to renewables will not go unchallenged. 
A lot of it is making town boards realize that there's going to be somebody arguing on the other side. We want somebody on the other side who is standing up, almost playing the role of the Lorax. I speak for the trees. We speak for the climate, and we need these facilities. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. Do you make a positive difference in the world? Do you have a talent, philosophy, base of knowledge, product or service that you know could help a lot of people if only you could reach them? Join Alternative Talk 1150's family of broadcasters and start walking down a fruitful path. As host of your very own program, dial 425-653-1150 and find out just how affordable it can be to have a show on 1150 AM. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey guys, welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Just before the break, we finished up kind of slaying Kevin Hart and his (laughs) six-episode docuseries and just talking about how he could learn to take a little bit of accountability and learn something about personal responsibility as and, well. And, you know, listen to those who are on your team because yeah. at the end of the day, they want to see you win too. But you know? also, it's their jobs as well. If you crash and burn, they, they don't have cra- a job. Right. And so, that was well, that was the point they made too, was that yeah. he's feeding like 50 to 60 people. He's got a lot of people on his payroll. Yeah. So when he has a bad year, they have a bad year. You feel me? Exactly. So push the brakes on that, sir. You know, check your pride <laughs> and just listen to your friends. Um, Let's get into our uh, Seattle happenings. Or... Let's do it. There's, so, so, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Um, But as I said last week, January 20th is MLK Day. I'm black and I'm proud. Hey. Anyways, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I love. I mean, yes, it does. It, it has does. everything to That's do with true. it. <laughs> I mean, um, so yeah, MLK Day is January twentieth. Uh, if you guys have it off, congratulations. Maybe go do some service <laughs> that yeah, day. Please make that day. Don't just like spend it at home in bed, Netflixing and binging, and just like you know smoking all day and sleeping because that's what I probably would do. And um, actually, I wanted to mention one other thing going on that day. Uh, the Northwest African American Museum is actually having a MLK exhibit. It's called King Day, King Day. Mm-hmm. and it's from 11 to 5. So you should definitely check that out if you want to observe MLK, what I would say the right way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, do some research, you know, find out some of the good words that Dr. King had for us and understand the reason why it's, it is a national holiday you know there's a reason why we gave this man this day it's not his actual birthday his birthday is the 15th yes just so that we we know because that's a common misconception <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, also, what what else is going on in Seattle? Um, you know, actually, I believe Brothers and Sisters over in Georgetown, that, that like fried chicken place, Ooh. they're moving. They're relocating. And we're going to have to find out where they're relocating to. Oh, I learned this, actually. Pause. They're relocating to an Interbay location. Interesting. Because they're a very popular restaurant. Delicious. Some of the best spicy fried chicken that like I've had in the state of Washington. Why can't um, they just expand? That's what they're doing. Is so oh, they're oh, oh, oh. it's a it's a bigger location. Um, this place right now it's very small, and there's always a wait. The service suffers because of it, and I feel like that can kind of like deter people from wanting to go there. And like they have outdoor seating, but again, it's Seattle, so you can only use that three four months out of the year. Okay. <laughs> Um, but they are relocating to a bigger location, and I'm really excited for them because they deserve it. It's a great, it's the food is honestly so good. If you like spicy chicken, you gotta go there. And then January 26th, not a Seattle happening, but just a general thing. We're definitely gonna ta- uh, talk about it when it happens. The Grammys, yes, coming up. We're and really big into music and fashion. Yes, so I'm excited to see the fashion. I'm excited to see who wins album of the year because if it's not Lizzo or Ariana Grande, I don't want to hear it. Do we know who's in the category for album of the year? Ariana Grande and Lizzo. Those are the only two that you know and care about. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Point blank period. If, yeah, Ariana Grande's <laughs> Thank You Next. Is it for, is it for Thank You Next, that uh, album? Yes. Um, that album truly spoke to us last year. Like, But so did Lizzo's. That is very true. Either one of them could win and I'd be happy. But if neither one of them wins, I'm going to throw a fit. Right. If some random person wins I've never heard of, then we know that it's rigged. <laughs> we see you and we do not support. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of want to talk about really quickly what I've got um, going on in Dallas this weekend. Um, not too much, but I do know that I'm going to see Yvonne Orgy on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, For those of you guys who don't know her by name, she plays Molly in the sitcom Insecure. Yes. Yes. So that's Issa's best friend in that the show. The lawyer. The lawyer. Mm-hmm. I see myself in her. You feel me? Um, I'm going to see her. <laughs> we're going to do like dinner and a comedy show. Um, and then we're planning on eating a lot of really, really good food. Ariana's kind of taken the the real the wheel on that. Um she has like a sensitive stomach so we we let her handle all the food stuff because I can eat any and everything um but we're really excited none of us have been there before there's three of us and we all live in different places one lives in New York I'm over here in Seattle the other's in LA and so we decided to choose a hub for all three of us to meet up and just kind of go crazy and so we'll see where it takes us I'm really excited so let's do a really quick recap what have we discussed this today? Song association and Shantae winning. The way. Always the way. Hashtag. Me choosing the song categories and not. And then losing. And not having <laughs> songs that, that come to mind. Not the way. No. <laughs> but that's okay because I will have better days. Yes. <laughs> and then um, our hot topic. Oh, no. Let's talk about our um, the screwdriver. Don't forget. Sorry. Our reviews of the week. The screwdriver. Thumberdome. The, the way. way. All the way. They also have karaoke there, I think. And that's definitely the way, too. Yes. I didn't know if the karaoke was like a thing just for the party or yeah. for like if they always are there on Mondays. I feel like um, 
it was like, the, so it was the screwdriver bar, and then I think it's connected to another bar, and I feel like the karaoke part might have been specific to that bar. Okay. But nonetheless, the way. Yes. Uh, Grace and Frankie, the way. I highly recommend it. Absolutely. It's, it's really funny. For, like, I'm somebody who's always down to put on random things and see where it takes me. And this one, I'm glad that I did finally listen and watch because it was very good. It's very interesting. And I'm glad that there's so many seasons because I've got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> I'll be able to binge for quite a while. And then our hot topic of the day, Kevin Hart, don't F this up docuseries. I think he effed it up, but <laughs> all the way. <laughs> I'll say, honestly, the docuseries, usually I try to go real positive with our recaps. I'm going to say the docuseries is not the way, but if you want to watch it just to get a little bit of perspective, by all means. Yeah. Like, it's good for what it was. Like, the production quality is the way. However, the overall message slash what you're supposed to take from it, not the way. Yeah, and him not being able to take any accountability for any of his transgressions last year. Like, I'm, way. I'm really upset about that. I, I really am, too. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that he was literally on the episodes saying, like, oh, I'm not to blame here. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm thinking about. I remember when that came up. There was like the three of us watching it. I think we all kind of like laughed or kind of like looked at each other. Like, is he for real right now? Right. Um. So yeah, definitely not the way. Every However, oh okay. sorry, go ahead. Um, Kevin Hart for 2020. I do want good things for you. I want better things for you. So that will be the way as long as you stay on track. Absolutely. And Seattle happenings and Grammys and all of those things. And MLK Day. Always the way. Now, if, again, Ariana Grande or Lizzo don't win, not the way. Yeah, I will be <laughs> mad. And you guys, as always, can find us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay. You can find us on Twitter at The Way JT. And you can find us on Facebook as well. Just search The Way with Jazz and Tay. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week with The Way and Jazz and Tay. And we will see you guys next week. Go show it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's Thank you so much for tuning into The Way. Catch you next week. Same time, same place. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace.